millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. A lot of people trying to figure out what is the real deal on the results of the Arizona audit after the media kind of glossed right over it, spouted out just the numbers on the hand recount and left it at that when it was an immense amount of information covered in a three-hour hearing on Friday. So here we are three days later on Monday, and I want to really dive in and fact check both the fact checkers and myself. So let's get into, first of all, what the media is saying today. This is an interesting article. Insider, the former Fox News editor who called Arizona for Biden says the cyber ninjas audit was meant to undermine trust in the elections. Fox News, you'll remember, took a lot of heat last November when they were the first to call Arizona for Biden. A lot of people say, oh, Rupert Murdoch made that call, told told the Fox News people to call it for Biden. Well, actually, it was Chris Steyerwalt, apparently, according to this article, the former Fox News editor Chris Steyerwalt addressed the Arizona audit in an appearance on CNN. He said it was a ploy to undermine the results, not a genuine attempt to prove or disprove fraud. Steyerwalt has said Fox fired him for calling Arizona for Joe Biden on election night. Although I will say as a TV person, uh, nine years corporate career that I just ended this year, that you know sometimes what happens is corporate news bosses tell their on-air talent to say something, whether it be Chris Starwalt or Brett Baer. And uh, if that backfires and the audience hates it and, and ratings go down, the network will fire the on-air talent, blame the on-air talent unjustly, and then move right along, um, say we've improved by firing this person. So sometimes, you know, it's brutal to be an on-air talent. Sometimes you take the heat for your bosses. So, but he, Starwalt is saying Fox fired him for making that call. Okay, here's a typical headline. Now, this is what we saw from basically across the board in the media, ABC News saying GOP-led review of Arizona ballots reaffirms Biden's win uh, nearly 11 months after Joe Biden was elected president. The GOP-led review of Arizona's Maricopa County ballots has found no substantial deviation from the vote count reported by the county that helped clinch the win for Biden. And so what they are doing in this entire article is just looking at the hand recount, which did show results off by just a couple hundred uh, votes. But as some have pointed out, if um, if some of those votes were cast in error or otherwise, then you're hand recounting votes that shouldn't have been hand recounted in the first place. Okay, so that's still the remaining question for a lot of people after looking at all the other immensity of data that the auditors went through. There were anomalies uh, that the Senate, the auditors, and a lot of people are still trying to get more information on. So I want to go through some of that. But first, and and I'm going to go back to some of these details um, from the original hearing on Friday and give you the sound bites themselves. But also, I want to show you this fact check article from AZ Central, which is part of USA Today. Irresponsible and dangerous Maricopa County response to questions raised in Arizona audit. That headline is is a quote from the county basically saying it was irresponsible and dangerous to, to audit. They're saying the way that it was audited, they didn't like it. Um, I think it's always good to ask questions and and compare. And I, I respect this article because they really dig into the details of the audit, unlike a lot of other articles. 
but uh, it also glosses over some things. Let me go into some of these claims that they break down. Did Maricopa County count 17,000 duplicate ballots? It's a tweet I made that got a lot of retweets. The auditors did indeed bring up that there appeared to be 17,000 duplicate ballots, 17,000 uh, ballots cast by people who had already voted is is what they said. And it's a very confusing section of the audit hearing. But here in the article, they say analysis by Dr. Shiva Ayadurai, if I'm saying that right, or Dr. Shiva, as he's known in far right adherence. That's funny. They call them far right adherence. Um, the Senate president was calling him Dr. Shiva in the hearing Friday. So maybe she's a far right adherent. I don't know whatever far right adherent means. Anyway, they found he found what he called 17,322 duplicate ballot envelope images in the county's files. These were different images of the same envelopes with the same voter ID. Just because there are multiple images of the same envelopes does not mean that the county counted the ballot inside more than once. Sometimes there is more than one image of the same ballot envelope because if there are issues with the original signature, the county takes an image of the same envelope multiple times as workers attempt to get a valid signature from the voter. So they're, they're saying here that Dr. Shiva was misunderstanding that there were multiple images taken of, of, of the same ballot in some cases, and that and the county didn't actually count that person's vote multiple times. They were just working through getting that person to actually sign their ballot envelope when they were mailing in their ballot. Um, that's, that's the rebuttal here being covered by AZ Central. So here is the soundbite from Dr. Shiva in question. We were a little bit surprised because we thought the duplicates were going to remo- remove, but there were duplicates in here. Um, so we had to remove duplicates. So out of those set, there were duplicates. So these were the duplicates. We found about, not about 16,934 voters who had submitted 16,934 two-copy duplicates, which means each of those voters submitted two ballots. Okay, two return uh, early voting ballot return envelopes. Interesting enough, we also found another 188 voters, unique voters, who had submitted 376 duplicates. So the total image count was 564 once you removed the duplicates, right? Because you want to take one of them. And then finally, we found also four individuals who submitted 12 duplicates, total images being 16. So the total duplicates was 34,448 total images of which 17,322 were, 322 were duplicates from 17,126 voters. This was, by the way, we'll get to, it was not reported in the report. So when you look at the first level of analysis on our the data that we got, 1,929,240 EVB return envelopes received. We subtract out the duplicates, and then we have 1,911,918,000. Okay. So in that soundbite, he clearly said that these are people who submitted more than one ballot to vote. Okay. And that's contrary to what that article is saying, that these people's ballots were being mailed back, saying just sign it and then mail it back in. And they're still being counted as one ballot, even though there's multiple images of it, according to the county. But 
Dr. Shiva is saying, okay, if we delete the 17,000 duplicates, that is a total of unique early voting ballot return envelopes of 1,911,000. Now, if you compare that to the slide he showed right before that, the county's data, the county's data shows a total of unique early voting ballot return envelopes totaling 1,918,000. So again, this is casting out any duplicate images. I did the math on that 1,918,000 unique ballot images tallied by the county versus Dr. Shiva's tally after removing duplicates. The difference there is 6,545 ballot difference for some reason. It appears that the county did get rid of the duplicate ballots itself. If if multiple images were taken, the county didn't actually count each image as a ballot. Okay, they counted the ballot inside that envelope. But why is there a difference? If there was a 17,000 ballot difference, then maybe I could see the argument that Dr. Shiva was mistakenly um, tallying multiple copies I don't know, but for some reason, Dr. Shiva's total count of unique early voting envelopes is 6,000 less than the county's total of unique early voting ballots. That's assuming both sides deleted the 17,000 duplicates. Let's move along. You see suddenly this, what you may call a significant growth in percentage. In fact, in Several of these days, there's 96% of the ballots that came in on two of these days are, um, uh, are duplicates. So there was a serious number of duplicates. In fact, the area under this curve is close to 30%, 25-30% of the duplicates came in between uh, November 4th to, to November 9th. The majority of the duplicates came in after election day. Now, if the argument from the county is this is someone who initially cast their ballot on time, but forgot to sign it. It got mailed back. They mailed it back in. Maybe there was a delay in the mail and it comes in after election day. But again, if both sides delete the duplicates and just assign one vote to each voter, the county still counted 6,500 more votes. It doesn't make sense. Another anomaly was the mail-in ballots. It appeared that thousands of people mailed ballots in after they had moved away from that address where they were registered to vote, the address where the ballot was mailed to. So what's going on there? AZ Central broke that down as well. Did thousands of voters mail in ballots from prior addresses? The only critical claim that Cyber Ninjas identified in its report was that 23,344 voters had their ballots mailed to old addresses. The county cites numerous legal reasons why this would be the case, including if the voter is in the military, if the voter recently moved and hadn't updated their driver's license address or had requested a one-time temporary address request. Okay, let's hear what Doug Logan from Cyber Ninjas had to say in the original hearing. Voters who moved. So we took a look at the entire list of individuals who voted, um, and specifically um, that was from the VM55 final voted file, um, and we ran it through a commercial database called, uh, that put out by Melissa called Personator. And Personator is a best-in-class identity 
um, system that helps check addresses and make sure they're associated with the user. It'll show prior and current addresses. It'll track move dates. Um, and it'll also track date of birth and date of deaths. Um, so we went and took the voter rolls and we compared them against this to, to see how many people might have moved um, and based on statute should not have necessarily cast a vote. So the first thing we found is that 23,344 voters who voted via mail-in ballots even though they showed in Melissa as having moved from that address. Um, and we, we wanted to make sure we accounted for the circumstances where a college student might have moved away from home or a family member might have moved somewhere else. So we actually eliminated all the, ca- chances, all, all the cases where someone was still at that residence that had the same last name. Um, that's how we came up with 23,344. So if your mail-in ballot is sent to an address that you no longer live at, um, there should be no way for, that, for you to receive that mail-in ballot um, at least you know, it's generally not accept a way for you to reset mail ballot because mail ballots are legally not allowed to be forwarded. So it can't be forwarded to your new address. So the only way this situation could happen legally is if you know the prior, you know, if you know the current resident and you're able to meet with them and pick up your mail-in ballot or somehow have some other arrangement to pick up your ballots were there. Um, but still, 23,344 people voted when they should no longer you know, have access, you know, would not normally have access at that given address. We had 2,382 voters who voted in person, even they showed to Melissa as having moved out of Maricopa County um, prior to that date. We have 2,081 voters who moved out of state uh, in the 29 days before the election um, and appeared to be given a full ballot, um, which should have been, you know, if anything, if they voted at all, it should have been a president-only ballot, um, where literally the only option on the ballot would have been president. By the way, my interview with the Harris County Attorney's Office when I was covering elections in Houston, they admitted that double voting between states is a common problem. I told my boss about that. Um, She didn't think that was newsworthy, (laughs) but it is common for people who perhaps they have a home in one state and a home in another state. They cast a ballot in each state. It's hard to stop that because there's not a national voter registration database. So like he said, in some instances, it is still legal to get your ballot and and mail it in, even though it was mailed to the wrong address. Let's get to the cyber analyst uh, part of the audit. Ben Cotton had some very interesting findings in regards to cybersecurity, possibly the most critical part of the audit. A lot of, a lot of the concern, you know, Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The, the county did not fully cooperate and the county admits to this, honestly. Let me see if I can show that to you. Before I play his sound bites for you, he, he makes a big point that he was not able to get the data he needed to fully analyze the situation there. And this AZ Central article talks about that. The Senate's contractors have said that the county's refusal to provide materials and answer questions made it difficult to draw conclusions. The county has reiterated it was not going to participate in activity it believes was run by unqualified actors with an agenda. That sentence just wows me. The county ad- admitted, yeah, we're not playing ball with you because we don't trust you. So this entire audit was just not complete to begin with. And the county's admitting right there, we, we didn't play ball. We intentionally withheld information bec- from these auditors because we've determined they're unqualified. So now let's let's see what Ben Cotton says here. As with any audit, access to information and the right information in a timely manner is absolutely critical to finding a complete uh, result um, for an investigation. In the case of this audit, um, we were never provided access to the routers and network-related data. And that becomes very impactful when we start talking about validating and confirming unauthorized accesses to the election management system itself. So that's all that he wasn't able to get access to to really analyze how secure this election was. Given the lack of access to this information, I cannot do that at this time. Um, It is our understanding that there has been an agreement uh, reached uh, with the Maricopa County 
and I look forward to getting access to this data so that we can complete these findings. So the findings from the Arizona audit are not over with. We're still waiting more. So if you have a home computer, you realize that every Thursday or Wednesday, depending on your cycle, Microsoft will release a security patch to correct vulnerabilities that have been discovered since they released the operating system and it was installed on your computer. The last time that the operating system was patched on the Maricopa County election systems was the date that they installed the Dominion software which was the 6th of August of 2019. Okay, so at the time of election, it had been over a year since that system had been patched. We found that that was also the same case with the antivirus definitions. Since the election equipment was installed in 2019, there were no security checkups as far as preventing intrusion into their system. Then there's the issue of these two hard drives. There was a failure in hardware configuration uh, within the voting system. Now, what you're seeing right here is the system, the acquisition photos for the system that was identified as the adjudication to workstation. Now, you will see in that picture that there are two hard drives that came out of that system. It's not uncommon to have two hard drives in a system for data storage, et cetera, et cetera. However, both of those hard drives are bootable. Okay? So what that means is that you can boot from a hard drive that is not part of the election configuration and have access to the election network. Okay? Very important. Okay? It's clearly not an approved configuration. It was the only system that we found a dual boot uh, situation. Now, to further complicate matters a little bit, and, and I'm not going to make judgment as to the legality of this or whether or not um, this deserves further action, is that on that second bootable hard drive, there appeared to be non-Maricopa County data. <coughs> So let me, let me define that a little bit. With on that hard drive, there were Dominion databases that appeared to be, one, demonstration data, but also data that may have originated from Washington State and South Carolina. Then there was the deletion, the mass deletion of files right before the audit began. You'll note that there were 9,571 directories and 1,064,746 election-related files deleted between the 1st of November 2020 and the 16th of March uh, 2021. Okay. Once again, those same files, the S-logs, the DVDs, the uh, actual scanned ballots. Uh, What you see there is a, a, a ballot that was deleted on the 1st of November Uh, that happens to be for one of the presidential candidates. Next slide. Maricopa County also utilized uh, what are known as high-pro scanners, and these are very high-capacity, very large um, scanners. Uh, We found that there were significant amounts of deleted files on three of those. 
On the HIPRO 1, there were 304 directories containing uh, 59,387 files of election data that were deleted from the HIPRO Scanner 1 on 3 March 2021. Now, this becomes kind of important because part of our analysis was to look at the interaction of these scanners, these systems, and how data flowed. You'll notice that that's about uh, a month and a half before they turned that over to us. Next slide. You see a significant amount of deletion on HIPRO 3 on that same date. uh, 1,061 directories, 196,463 files uh, containing election data deleted on, on that particular date, on 3 March as well. Next slide. And on HIPRO 4, um, you see the same high volume of deletions on the 3rd of March. Now, once again, this may be part of a normal process um, with how they handle votes. But the timing of this uh, becomes a bit uh, suspect, um, as well as the fact that we didn't see these deletions on HIPRO number 2. To make matters worse... The admin username was shared between multiple people. Everyone had the same password. The very point that they did not have an assignment of that username makes this extremely difficult to get to the bottom of things like this. On the 3rd of March, 37,686 log entries were overwritten by this same script. On the 12th, which is the day before we received the system, there were 330 log entries overwritten by that script. Now, the challenge here is that I know that this occurred. I know which account did it. It was the EMS admin account. If you reflect back to what I just said, about the lack of accountability of assigning that, that username to an individual, it now becomes extremely difficult to prove who did it. Okay? Now, luckily, we happen to have some historical data uh, from the MTech video feeds. And so we leveraged that data to backtrack and align these times, and we we have captured screenshots of Maricopa County people at the keyboards during those time periods. Okay. Now, we've identified that indivi- those individuals, but we will not release their names because we understand what the scrutiny is and what the impacts would be to those individuals. But I just want to tell you that the very point that they did not have an assignment of that username makes this extremely difficult to get to the bottom of things like this. And this is not, unfortunately, an isolated occurrence in the course of this audit. SQL logs on the EMS indicate that the RTR admin account purged the general election results from the database on the EMS. Now, remember the lack of log retention at this point. But everything was purged 
on the uh, on the first uh, of February. That's also right before the two audits commissioned by the county were due to commence. I believe they commenced on the second. So the county got its own audits done, and it talks about that on its website. Audit results here. The Maricopa County Elections Department contracted with Pro V&V and SLI compliance to perform an audit of the Maricopa County tabulation system and equipment. They're saying no malicious hardware and software discrepancies were identified. No evidence of an internet connection was identified, etc. But this outside audit says that they can tell that the election staff mass deleted things right before that audit happened. Accountability of who had access to the RTR admin account when that, when that password is actually shared among all of the accounts becomes extremely difficult. So who did it, right? Why did they do it? You would think that if you were doing an audit the next day that you would want to have the full context of the election to be audited. That entry says that someone went into the program and clicked on something that said, I want to purge all the results for this election. That goes through and that deletes all of the records within it. And if you actually take a look, you can see the success. It's like the second line up, you know, that it completed successfully. And it literally deletes all of the files on the NAS directory as well, which is where all the results from the election are contained, where all the images from the election are contained, and all those other details. So some individual went into an application and they chose specifically um, to, to run something that would clear all records in the system that was used to generate the official results the day before an audit started. Deleted the day before an audit? Why would that happen? Then there was very strange login activity. What you see on the left is something that we discovered in the logs, which is what I call atypical anonymous login. Okay? <laughs> you will notice that none of those items that are captured by normal activity are present in this log. You don't have an IP address of the originating uh, device. You don't have a host name of the originating device. And furthermore, when I look at these in context of the actual security log itself, there is no validation of a user's credentials immediately following this. And again, with the limited information this cybersecurity analyst was given, he says he was able to identify some connection to the internet and he wasn't fully understanding where that was coming from because the county was not playing ball with him. Whether this is one of those isolated and protected systems that the county has indicated uh, never touched the internet, I cannot tell you. But I can tell you that it had significant uh, internet access. And this is only a uh, something that would fit on the screen, right? There's literally uh, thousands of, uh, of connections to the Internet by this system. And, of course, Maricopa County is denying that Internet access on their fact-checking website that they established. Anyway, I hope this gives a better grasp of what went on with the audit after the mainstream media glossed over. Uh, there's so much more. I've included a direct link to the auditor's full findings in my description. And again, Friday, it was a lot to 
take in while I was analyzing media coverage of it live and specifically analyzing Fox. Um, as a Fox employee, I was censored from covering uh, election-related things uh, to a certain extent. And then Fox News Channel, of course, got a lot of criticism in its initial November 3rd coverage of the election. So watching what happened uh, on Friday with audit coverage really stunned me. Fox basically completely ignored the Arizona audit. Why did they? Why did they do that? Watched all the shows that evening and that afternoon. Why would they ignore it when it's something that matters so much to their viewers? When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 